<laughs> That's so much energy. <laughs> oh, man. How's it going? Good, good. I'm good. You? I'm a little under the weather. Oh, okay, okay. I've got okay. congestion. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, you know, can't complain. Things are good. I'm in tip-top shape. Tip and top. Mm-hmm. So healthy. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Raju Bunga Podcast. Yes, it is. I'm Raju. I'm Podcast, a.k.a. Great. Podcast. his government name is podcast um don't tell them that it's podcast hey hey oh my god what if there was a podcast dedicated to me only and they called it the podcast what if it was dedicated to king fahad uh or or, i guess they could do that that makes that'd be a boring podcast i think what if it was just a podcast about pakistani guys named fahad Mm-hmm. Fahad Masood is a former Pakistani cricketer. Oh, really? Yeah, that's that's the only. There aren't that many famous Fahads. People are gonna think that this podcast is about that because about... I didn't say what this podcast is about. Oh, what is this podcast about? Um, it's not about you. It's mm. about Jarhan. Oh. We're watching Jarhan's filmography, mm-hmm. and we're talking about it. Yes, and a lot of times we don't talk about it. Yeah, I'm going to say it's probably like a 50-50 split at this point yeah. of Shah Rukh Khan and then just miscellaneous brown people things. Or just people things. doesn't have Misc- to be brown people things. We're all one a human race here. It's mostly persons of color. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not enough representation, as they say. Yeah. Well, we're our minorities. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, back to Shah Khan. Today we're talking about his... 21st movie or 20th movie? Uh, what episode are we on? Oh, good question. Let me go on our SoundCloud. <laughs> oh, SoundCloud, that is. It's our. It's his 21st movie. Mm-hmm. It's called Jahad. It can legally drink. Yeah, it can legally drink. Um, it's called Jahad. It's from 1996. And it is directed by the famous Mahesh Bhatt. And it has um, Shah Khan and Pooja Bhatt, who was like the 1990s sort of. Uh, I mean, what would you call? I wouldn't call her like a bombshell, because she was. She, uh, you, she was like a serious actress. She was a serious actress, but you would always get uh, like the sexy movie from her, right? But it'd be a serious yeah. one. It'd be like a thriller. It wasn't. She wasn't an item girl type of sexy. It was like a. This is advancing the plot. She was a risk taker. Who takes? Yeah, I risks? mean, she's a good. She's not a bad actress. No, 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 no. Nobody's saying that. Don't put No, I mean, that. like, she wasn't just, like, a ditzy girl. Like, she seemed like somebody who actually enjoyed... Um, the art of film. The art of acting. Yeah, exactly. I mean, she comes from a family, a pretty famous family, the Butt family. You know Imran Hashmi's her cousin? You don't say. He's the serial kisser. <laughs> he is. He sure is. Well, we'll talk about the Butt family later. Um, let's talk about this movie. So... Okay. It's Shah Khan, it's Pooja Bhatt, there's Nasiruddin Shah, some lady. Um, <laughs> and Anupam Kher. And Anupam Kher. And I'm going to say this is riding the coattails of the like the like banter that Shah Khan and Anupam Kher had in um, DDLJ as father and son. And just running with it. Wouldn't you say so? I think so, yeah. The chemistry that we all remember DDLJ for. 
between Anupam Kher and Shah Rukh Khan is on full display here in Chahat by Mahesh yeah. but in theaters now. What? Uh, I might still be. I don't know. It's not. It's on YouTube. But you know what? If you have an at-home theater, then it is in theaters now. Mm. And look um, at you. You're fancy. You're doing well for yourself. Yeah. At-home theater. <laughs> yeah. Watching YouTube videos for $3. <laughs> Six, because you have to watch the goddamn thing twice to get through it. <laughs> I did. I went to watch You it did twice. too, right? Yeah, yeah. Me too. I don't know why. And it was... I thought know, like... I thought like YouTube would throw me a bone because yeah. I like started watching. I was like almost done with it, and I was like, "Come on, YouTube!" Yeah, I had said, like your rental minutes. is over, and hard cut off. No, no mercy from YouTube. Yeah, I was like, "Come um, on!" I got fifteen minutes left of this shit show. It's not. It's not a shit show. Okay, so this movie is um, more than anything. I'm gonna say it's a story about of um, families, right? You could say it's about families. It's about the relationship of a father and a son and the relationship of a really, really creepy relationship of a brother. You didn't think that was healthy? (laughs) (laughs) No. So Shah Khan plays like a singer from Rajasthan, like a folk singer from Rajasthan. And um, Anupam cures his dad and they live in like a little village and they have um, a hotel where they sing and they make money. Um, and they're they're simple yeah, they, people. They don't like they don't own the hotel. No, they no, just, no, they just yeah. work at it. Yeah. yeah. And um, the this movie has the famous song, "Daddy Cool, cool. Daddy Cool, 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 Mera Beta Fool, 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 Fool." Poetry. Who can forget. Snap, snaps all around for that. Who can forget? Um, and. Yeah, and they, so Anubim Kher plays his father, and he gets sick, and he needs immediate medical care. So they take him to Bombay, where there is a Mumbai, where they're hoping to get the best medical care. Um, Shah Rukh Khan finds a job. He gets a job at a hotel. And the reason why he um, gets a job at that hotel, which is owned by Nasiruddin Shah, is that Nasiruddin Shah's sister, um, named Rishma, is in love with uh, Shah Rukh Khan immediately. Immediately. And his folksy clothes and his <laughs> accordion. Is his it an accordion? Haircut. No, it's a harmonium. Oh, that's what it's called. I call <laughs> it a sit-down accordion. Harmonium, harmonium, harmonium. I call it like a sit-down accordion or like that thing that like nanas and dadas play. <laughs> no, no. It's, uh, yeah, it's an old man's instrument. But, yeah, my grandfather uh, used to play it. Really? Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like it's an easy one to play because they never really they just do like a and then they start singing. No, no. So like you remember that song "Come Be Jesse Kardiha" like from yeah. the nineties? Yeah, yeah, it was Amir Khan mm-hmm. and Pooja Bhatt. No, look. Um, and so that song was like really popular, and we really liked it. So it was like early nineties. We went to visit my nana in Lahore, and um, he really wanted us to like enjoy singing and like sing with him and stuff. So like one time. All of us cousins were like hanging out, and my brother Raheel, he went missing, and like we heard him, and he was sitting with my nana in his like my nana's like little lounge area, and Nanabo was like, oh, you know, play me like sing me a song, and I'll, I'll play along with it. What's your favorite song? Raheel <laughs> was like, come, baby, and then my nana was like, with like such difficulty, like He's trying like, to play to along in his little sit down accordion, aka harmonium, harmonium. Uh, it was so sweet. It's one that, of the finest is, memories. That is now. a really very nice memory. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, Makes. props to 
Props and rips to Nanaba. He's a good guy. Um, anyway, back to this movie. So Shahan, in with his uh, harmonium and folksy clothes, makes this rich lady Reshma fall in love with. Um, he doesn't really do anything. It's not. He's like just he, there. Yeah, he just exists, and that's good he's, enough for her. Yeah, she's like, I'm into you. I want to get on that. So she tells her brother Nasir the child, like, you have to give him a job. I want him to play in this hotel. Um, so Shahan's so happy because, you know, he's got a job and now he can start paying for his uh, father's treatment or whatever. In the meantime, um, Anupam Kir is a patient at this uh, hospital with a ragtag of characters, including like a little kid who's actually a really good actor. I'll get into it with that kid. I liked him. Okay. Um, and, um, and you know, the his doctor is this really nice girl named Pooja, played by Pooja Bhatt. Oh my god! Yeah, um, Shah Khan falls in love with Puja, and Puja actually reciprocates. I, I felt like t- on that end, this movie was pretty like there wasn't a lot of like miscommunication in this movie. Like it wasn't like a lot of other movies. It's like you know cross signals. Like it was in rom com like in that way. It, it was though. They the, had the whole thing where he he didn't know her name for most. Yeah, of the, but that was like a twenty minute bit. Like it and really wasn't. He Anupam Kher wanted Shahrukh Khan to get married to a girl, and he was like, "No, I'm only going to marry this girl." But they didn't know that they were talking about the same person. Yeah, but it was like that was like a very short little. Yeah, bit. I mean it, it. It's this movie actually had good pacing. It like moved it, along. Yeah, it yeah. moved along well. Um, so they fall, you know, they're in love and everything seems to be going well until Anubam Kir gets very sick and he has to have surgery immediately. Um, in the, the meantime, what ends up happening at the hotel is he performs once and Reshma notices how all the girls really like him because he's so charming. She gets really upset and she tells him, I want you to sing for me and, and I just want you me. to, t- what? And only me. Yeah. And only me. And then also that you are mine. Like, basically, you're going to be my singer and also you're going to be my bitch. Like, <laughs> she's like, this is what I want. And I thought it was going to be like a typical movie where he's like, oh, OK, like, I'll do it. Um, but he's like, no, crazy lady. I got a woman. Not into this. Bye. But then when his father gets really sick and he needs the money, he tries to get a job at other hotels. And what we find out throughout this movie is that. Nasir Din Shah is extremely protective of his sister, and also his sister is super spoiled. So, and also Nasir Din Shah is a bad man. He is a bad, bad man. He just beats the shit out of people, um, and and he has a weird relationship with his sister that's like kind of incestual. Uh, mm, yeah, maybe. I mean, I can see that, but it wasn't like. It was nothing overtly sexual. It wasn't about it. Jamie Cersei level, but I'm saying it was like. You mean it? Was, yeah, but I mean, he was. I felt it was more maybe like, uh, a father daughter relationship, maybe because he was still like he was like oh you if know the if father's he, Donald Trump and the daughter's Ivanka. Yeah, oh, political. Oh, oh, expect to get a letter about that. Um, no. Uh, you think we have like really angry Trump supporters as listeners? Oh my God, I hope so. Oh, I hope so too. I think. You it, don't think. Oh, okay. You got me. Move on. All right. Move on.com. <laughs> Nasir Dinsha is 
he he tells the rival hotels like don't give him a job um he doesn't just tell them he beats the shit out of the rival hotel and says like i'll fucking kill you if you give this guy a job so he sharhan gets stuck um having to work for Ishma. and he actually tells them so he gets like a big house and a nice car and all this money and he has to tell puja his uh fiance that we can't get married because here's the situation like i basically had to sold sell myself because i wanted to make sure that my father stays alive and she's so like touched by the fact that he's such a good son that she's like you know what this is what you have to do this is just what you have to do this is what life has for us so it's fine so she actually agrees to marry her like neighbor who she grew up with who is in love with her yeah but which i actually thought well she was doing it because she was like that was a one-sided thing she was like hey you know what let me make this easier for srk what i'll do here is i'll just marry my neighbor i'll throw him a bone yeah (laughs) literally and then uh he'll be okay with not uh with having to make the sacrifice and i was like uh that's dumb i didn't like that at all I mean, it's, and also because it's, when he went to go and get her back, she was like, uh, "Spoiler!" He goes to get her back, uh, and <laughs> uh, like on her wedding day, and she's like, "No, I'm marrying this guy," and we're like, "Well, that was your decision. Why are you getting mad at him?" So yeah, Puja, stop being so fickle. Whatever um, it was. So, also, it was have so- some patience. Like you know, just wait it out. The surgery and the recovery time is what, like maybe two months. Yeah, but come on. That's not how movies go. Ah, that's fine. Um, anyway, so Sharhan um, goes and he, he dances and sings for this girl. His father finds out and his father's like so heartbroken. And everybody in the hospital is like obsessed, uh, upset with, with him about it. And the father's surgery goes really well. But his father's just like, you know, I can't believe that you would like break a girl's heart like that and do these dirty songs on TV. I mean, whatever. Because they're folk singers. They don't do, like, item numbers, but yeah, they are. Yeah, he went pop. Yeah, he did. He sold out. <laughs> um, So he goes back to the hotel. He returns whatever money he got from them for his father's surgery. And he's like, I'm not interested. I'm done with this. Bye. And he leaves. And he's like, I'm going to go. And I am going to get my girl. Um, in the meantime, Reshma tries to commit suicide. And Asir Shah is fucking pissed. Um Buja and Sharhan get married. It's a, you know, it seems like things are going well. They run away. They go to, even though like Nasiruddin Shah's like gang members try to get them, catch them, they run away. Sharhan goes from folk singer to fucking Rambo and just goes <laughs> ape. And he beats up all these people. And then they go and live in the village and everything is fine. Um, until Sharhan finds, or I'm sorry, Nasiruddin Shah finds him again in the village and starts to just, you know, do horrible things. But the best thing that happens at that point is Anupam Kir, his dad, who mm-hmm. has like just had like heart surgery. Uh, throat. He still had a bandage around his neck. Is that where it was? I yeah. never really paid attention to what he had, what his <laughs> ilaj was for. He, I'm guessing it was some sort of mouth throat cancer situation because they talked about his pan addiction being oh. a contributing factor so then um he like he shows up and he he and Sharhan become like i don't know why i want to call them tango and cash the movie from the <laughs> 90s with like is burt reynolds i believe i don't know who's in it is that burt reynolds and a monkey no tango and cash is a guy who's married to or dating goldie hahn uh no yeah yeah dude tango and cash is sly stallone and kurt russell 
Kurt Russell. <laughs> from Which one am I thinking about? The Why guy do I know and this a monkey. Movie? Ross and his monkey from Friends. Yes. They turn into Ross and his monkey. Ross and Marcel. <laughs> that old action movie duo. Yeah. Um, yeah, like they become this, like they become Batman and Robin and they start like fighting each, you know, these bad guys. But they get captured. Mr. Uddin Shah takes Pooja away. And then he is trying to hang um, Anupam Kir and like leaves. And Shah Khan has just hoisted him up over his shoulder so that his father doesn't, you know, hang. He's just holding him up. And there's this whole thing back and forth about um, they're just their relationship. They're just having some banter. They're having banter. And then Anupam Kir, because like just to sacrifice his life for his son, who's done so much for him, he actually kicks his son so that he doesn't have to hold him up anymore. And he can go get Booja. And he can go get the love of his life. And it was and he a dies. emotional scene. It was like not what I was expecting. So I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah, Anupam Kher, uh vaulted himself right up next to Nana Patikar with that thing. With I that think. shit. <laughs> I think like in terms of best uh, co-stars that you wish you had seen more of in the movie, I think he's right up there. He's He gets second place. Yeah, totes. So far. Totes. Then Charhan, um, um and third place goes to the fat sweater friend from uh the the Rishi Kapoor movie. What was that one? Remember um, that guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sweater guy, freaking agile AF and yeah. also amazing dancer. Yeah. Um he uh yeah, so then then Charhan, you know, he he gets sad. He he <laughs> You know he gets lonely... sad, his dad just died, blah his blah dad, blah. Yeah, his dad died, he has a lonely <laughs> funeral with his dad. He's got some sort of like he finds like instruments to tie onto his arms. Yeah, and so legs he's got to, his like, instruments because he's a music up. man and he's got broken bones. And so he looks at his instruments and he looks at his broken bones and he says, You know what? I know how to fix this. <laughs> so he goes and he breaks up all of his instruments and then he like uses them as like splints for all of his broken bones. Yeah. So his like leg has like a harmonium I want to say in there. A, a harmonium, <laughs> but then also it's tied together with like a gungru. Like it was interesting. But then he goes back to the hotel. They fight. They end up killing Nasir Din Cha. No, 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 um, no, no. Oh, no, no, no they no, don't. No. They don't. Um, they, 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 they're fighting. And Nasir Din Shah and Shah Rukh Khan are fighting. And Shah Rukh Khan is losing at first because that's how fights go in Bollywood. And then it's like that. And then he, he starts winning. And um, Nasir Din Shah's sister has Pujab Bhatt, who I guess she's been like torturing like yeah. yeah and uh she has her and she's about to push her off of a um off of the roof of their hotel and and this this fight happens at a party by the way like Nasir yeah. Din Shah is hosting a They're party still guests. and the guests are just hanging out just like watching this party but anyways uh so she's about to push Pooja off the thing and Pooja's like yeah throw me off and that way uh Roop can kill uh, your brother and then Shah Rukh Khan pauses from kicking Nasiruddin Shah's ass to go up there and be like, you see, this is what love is. And then Nasiruddin Shah shoots at Shah Rukh Khan, but Puja pushes him out of the way and it ends up hitting his sister. Yeah. Womp, womp, womp. And then Shah Rukh Khan says, see, this is what it feels like when your family member dies. The yeah, end. like, see, yeah. <laughs> The end. Uh, good movie. Yeah. Okay. So let's 
let's go ahead and and talk about some of the highlights, right? Anubam here, top notch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Special appearance, Goody Maruti. Oh yes, good Goody Maruti as a nurse. Yeah. Uh, she is. I think if we had a website, she would be um, in the Hall of Fame on our website, which is a, a thing that websites have. Um, I think so. I think if we were going to give away awards, yes. I'd want the award trophy to be. Good Maruti. Yeah. Mm-mm. She's the best. Uh, soundtrack. I liked it. It was pretty good. The soundtrack was good. There was a lot of songs because they're singers in the movie. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. A lot so of long songs. Thing. Long songs. Booja Butt was really beautiful in it. Wouldn't you say so? Lovely. I mean... I remember her like just being over the like you know just being the actress that like shows cleavage mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I do remember her from. Why do we remember that though? Like, can you name another Pooja Bhatt movie? Um. Yeah, the one with Kambi Jesse Cartier. Yeah, that's cheating though. You just mentioned it. No, I. That's like the Pooja Bhatt movie that. Like, you also I think it's weird that um, she, you know, she would have these movies that were like more risque and they were usually directed by her father okay we'll get to that in a minute because that's totally a thing that i am grossed out and fascinated by (laughs) she was in the movie um damn it what is the name of that movie with kumbi jesse kurdia it's a good one um she was in the movie about her dad called uh Um, it's actually not about her dad it's about her grandparents like mage but's parents mage but does that a lot he has a couple of movies about real life stuff that happened in his family. Um, but anyway, uh, she was in Dil Hai Ke Manta Nahi. That's the name of the movie. Dil Hai. D-H-K-M. All right, we're, she we're was gone. in a movie. Oh, and she was in a movie that my husband reminded me of called Janoon with Vikram, with Vikram, with uh, Rahul Roy. And it's basically an American werewolf in pa- in London or Paris or whatever. Oh, where um, he turns into a tiger. Where he turns into a tiger. Yeah. Yeah, he was telling me about that. I've never seen it, but I want to. I think we should. All right. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> if it's under I just the, four hours. I just saw the, <laughs> yeah. I just saw the... Um, the poster? The poster for it, and yeah. it looks horrible. Uh, incredible. Uh, the actor... The main guy looks a lot like um, uh, Abed from the from Community. Raul Roy? I don't know why I see it, but that's what I see. I mean, I don't think so. Whoa, he's not aged well. Um, I want this poster in my bedroom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you add it to your wedding registry. Okay. okay. Um, so that's that. Yeah, that was a movie. Um, I thought it was actually a pretty good movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, he's had a string of shit shows. Yeah, shit show USA. just the worst stuff, man. I mean, seriously, Shah Rukh Khan in 1996. Get it together. Get it together. Um, but I would put it up there with the Karan Arjun uh, level. Really? Film. Karan Arjun was not, is not a good movie on its own. It's a good movie mm-hmm. just because of how like ridiculous it is. Right, I mean, it's just it's it's like hilarious, kind of. Um, to me, I don't think it's a good movie 
objectively speaking. Like without if you I think it's a good bad movie. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe it's up there with uh how did we feel about Raju Bunga Gentleman? I thought I thought that was pretty Yeah, funny. I think this is like a I think this is like as good as Raju Bunga. No, wait. Which one is Raju? Bunga? Oh. Not the one a podcast. Yeah, yeah. I think this is like a Raju Bunga Gentleman type yeah. movie. We're like of course and actually with with better pacing. I think Raju Bunga oh, Gentleman uh, had like Absolutely. You know. Yeah. The direction in this by Mahesh Bhatt, right? He directed yep. it. Yeah. Uh, very good. Yeah. Very good. Uh, yeah. I would say that it's probably his most, I think from, it's probably his like most slept on movie, right? Shah Rukh Khan's. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. Uh, but I I found it to be one of his better ones. So if you yeah, haven't seen it, it uh, and you consider yourself a SRK fan, uh, I would I would say go and watch it. It was considered a super hit. Soup, was it? Yeah, but what is a super hit? I mean, you know, I just think that's a the term thing. that they use in India. Yeah, but it's the fourth highest grossing film of 1996. Yeah, yeah, but over, outside of India, see, the thing is that uh, I think there are movies that do a lot better in India than they do overseas, and uh, I think this is definitely one of those. Like, I don't think this, this, a lot of people don't remember this movie. You didn't remember this, this movie. This movie is 14th highest grossing film of 1996 worldwide. What? In, in yeah. Bollywood? I mean, I think, I don't know what it Yeah, okay, that, that makes means. sense. But it yeah, says it Bollywood only made $250,000 internationally. What? What is that in 1996? $250,000. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we're back. We had a recession. And then, <laughs> you're right. Carry the four. You're right. You got it. Um, I mean, whatever. I, I think it, I don't think, I think it was a pretty good movie. Um, it was considered a hit. People didn't vomit when they left the theaters. It had all the things that but did makes you a remember good Bollywood movie. movie. It had you didn't remember romance. It had, you know, a violence. <laughs> <laughs> violence. And, uh... It had violence and it had violence. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had it like had a pretty, it had a good cast. Haircut. Nasiruddin Shah's haircut, which looks like a Brillo pad. Yeah, like it was spray painted Brillo pad. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it looks like the inside of my vacuum after I got new carpet and then I vacuumed all the lint off the carpet. Um, It looks like dryer lint. (laughs) Yeah, like you you pull out all of the dryer lint and then you hold it in the palm of your hand and then you say, hello, Nasiruddin Shah. You're quite the actor. (laughs) <laughs> God damn it, I'm dying. <laughs> oh no. And the last thing I'll ever remember before I die will be Nasiruddin <laughs> Shah. Um Yeah, it was and then and, and I think Shah Khan was really good in it. Like it was Shah Khan doing his Shah Khan thing. Right. Yeah. Charming. Um, charming. The Charming the, Check. The, the funny check yeah the bumbly check yeah menacing check all right yeah when he gets sad man he does sad really well he does sad really well but then like when he turns into the terminator it really creeps me out right because he's got the vibrating face going with the whole yeah yeah that's a good that's that's a good man that's a good man you know jarakhan do you think Shah Rukh Khan watches his old filmography? You think he ever goes through it and says, "Hey, let's watch"? Absolutely Jaha not. I would not be surprised if Shah Khan has not actually even seen all his movies. Any of them? No, like he's seen like maybe 
He's definitely seen like the ones <laughs> saw, that matter. He saw uh, DDLJ like three years later. He's like, man, why is it? everybody really likes this movie? Let's see what they're talking about. They had to make him watch it when they did Delvale last year, yeah. or two years ago. They're like this, just do this again. He was like, what is this? This is me? <laughs> are you serious? This is this is the thing yeah. that people are following about me? Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, but yeah, I thought that he was good in it, and I thought that he was Shahrukhan at his Shahrukhani finest. Like it had all of the typical Shahrukhaninesses. Shahrukhaniness. He was. He was. He was full of Shahrukhitude. Mm. It was a good movie. <laughs> good, 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 good. I'm finally glad that we saw a good movie. I've been tired yeah. of it. Let's do a rating. How many stars out of five? How many stars out of five? And we're saying five is the best? And How many one stars is the out worst? of ten? Maybe ten because it's like an easier scale to work you with. You know what a friend of mine does is uh, he rates things on a scale from negative five to five. Um, Why are we doing negatives? I feel like I'm in like seventh grade math. No, a negative five to five. That way you know that zero is average. Right? Okay. And anything below yeah. a zero is terrible. Anything you know what? Maybe your it. friend's got a point. Who's your friend? Einstein? So smart. Uh, no, I mean, he's a misogynist that usually rates women on the scale. But we'll just... Oh, I see. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, uh, then if that's the case, zero means no boners. <laughs> yeah. That's the scale. Zero, how many boners out of five? Um, <laughs> how many boners did you get for sure in this movie? <laughs> Eight. Zero? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like half of one. <laughs> it's, it's weird. It was late at night. <laughs> I had to watch the movie twice. It made me feel things. Um, I love yeah, I'm going to give... Okay, so out of a scale from negative five to five, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'm going to give it a three. You know, I'm right there with you. I'm going to give it a three as well. Solid film. I uh you don't own this one, right? You own three Morty? You the should bastard. you should see if you can trade it in for Jahat. At the GameStop, I think they still do that. <laughs> At the GameStop. <laughs> Imagine going to the GameStop and being like, Okay, so I have Mario Galaxy from six years ago. I've got Ram Dane. What will and you I've give got me? Sonic the Hedgehog from nineteen ninety three. I want Jahat. <laughs> what can I get for this? <laughs> um yeah, okay, so so I really liked it. It was a good movie. It was um, it was fun. Um, but then it made me start googling the the Butt family. And let me tell you something about Mahesh Butt. Yeah, he's a fucking creeper. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. So I found this thing of like all of Mahesh Butt's like controversies. First of all, he called Gajal the most overrated actress in the Hindi film industry. Oh boy. He's a dick. He. Got into a fight with Sunakshi Sinha, our cousin, oh. <laughs> over like something stupid. Um, he called um, Amir Khan like the lowest, the worst actor um, in the who? list of Amir Khan. No, I mean like who? Who does he like? Okay, so I'll tell, I'll tell you who he likes. Okay. Um, he ranked yeah he ranked Charhan like or Amir Khan like a horrible actor, and then he said. That when Lagan was out for the Oscars, um, because Amir Khan was like, you know, out doing like press junkets and stuff and lobbying for 
an Oscar win for Lagan. He said that, you know, lobbying for an Oscar win was akin to groveling before the white man. I I don't disagree with that. And then he called he called the movie Deli Belly uh, sleazy. Uh, that's not necessarily wrong either. But I mean, he is also making sleazy movies. Exactly. He has a son named Rahul Butt, um, who he has like a weird relationship with. And and he's got um, a brother Rahul. named Look at My. <laughs> I'm seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst. Um, and uh, who's like, you know, who's talked a lot of garbage about his just development in life and how like he he went through a lot of really hard times because his father was such a piece of shit. He said that his father treated him like a bastard and not his own child. A bastard. A bastard. And the number one creepy thing that he's ever done is that he was on a magazine cover in the 90s with his daughter in his lap kissing him on the mouth. Oh. What? And the and it was further fueled because there was a quote from him that said, if Pooja wasn't my daughter, I'd love to marry her. Oh, that sounds familiar. That sounds like somebody I know. Oh, boy. And also, right up there on Google, I don't like it. I'm closing out my window, and I'm throwing my laptop away. <laughs> yeah, did you Google it? Yeah. If you look up Mahesh butt and you go to images, it's the first fucking thing that you and see. And it's really... Like, and they're it's going like not, for it. It's not like... <laughs> they, they are really going for it. Listen, there. I have a two-year-old, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'm fine with kissing my two-year-old on the mouth. The yeah, way they are kissing I is not the way gross. any child should be kissing their their parent and vice versa. Or anybody. It's, it's, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> you don't believe in kissing. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go straight to the meat. Um, yeah, it's he's just like a really crappy guy. And then on top of that, like he, you know, he had a, he had an affair with, um, I think, Barveen Bobby. Who is uh, like a you know super hot actress from like the seventies and eighties? He like turned her into an alcoholic. Oh, that's unfortunate. Um, yeah, and then he's married like women that were much younger than him. I mean, he's. I no, mean, is, wrong with is he the Donald Trump of Bollywood? What's his political career looking like? Who's like a crummy, creepy guy in Hollywood who who makes movies? Woody, um, there's so many. Woody Allen? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Woody Allen would be number one on that list. But if you want to go less, uh, like, really creepy, I guess uh, Michael Bay is a notorious creep. Um, what's his face? Roman Polanski? Oh, that's the guy I'm thinking of. Okay. Roman Polanski was a creeper, right? Yeah. Who's the guy that, like, <laughs> Kesha's trying to sue? Who is? Who's the guy who's Kesha's, who Kesha's trying to sue? Uh, that the one... Um, uh, guy, uh, the, 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 the Dr. Luke. That's his name? I believe so. Is he an MD or a DO? Uh, PhD, actually. <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, in being a Chutia. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, you got these list of creeps. Like, I guess, do you know Bollywood? I mean, Bollywood is full of them. I'm sure, like, I feel like in Hollywood, there's definitely actresses. I'm sure that, like, go out to get roles and they're like well yeah you're gonna get the role you just have to like fuck six people yeah it's the casting couch it's yeah notorious. it's like a major issue and i feel like Mahesh butt is the type of person who's like i mean there's no proof behind it yeah, I, I don't know why you're just throwing this out there there's plenty of proof of him making out with his daughter 
Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, we don't need a. So we if don't he's gonna make pin, out with his daughter. Yeah, we don't need to pin anything else on him. Yeah, it's bad enough that yeah. he's kissing his daughter. You we're at the brink of first. a war, apparently. Well, uh, we're. I'm not. I've, I we're we're at a brink in America of something completely different. Right. But apparently, in India and Pakistan. I think. Uh, well, I mean, this is a, a couple weeks ago. I think we were close. But then talking to a lot of Pakistanis, they were like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Because no, neither country really wants war. But the thing that really kind of surprised me is that um, kind of surprised by how hawkish like the Indian actors were, like Bollywood people are. Like there's one thing to be like, OK, you know, I support our troops. But to be like, oh, yeah, you know, striking at terrorists, sending a message, standing up for our country. And you're kind of like, well, you know, this is uh, this is weird because usually artists and actors are the most uh, liberal in like a society, yeah, right? But not it's the same thing in Pakistan. There's like actors. No, in no, but it, interestingly enough, like the Pakistani people on Twitter or whoever, a lot of the actors are like, hey, you know, hey, let's uh, let's let's be calm about this and. You know, let's not do anything crazy. It was weird that for once Pakistan is urging restraint, uh, which is a strange position to be in if you're a Pakistani. Well, it's funny. So, like, you know, the immediate response is, first of all, there's like the, the military action against whatever, against Pakistan. And then there's like the Bollywood. I guess there's like the the country was trying to ban all the Pakistani actors. They did. For now. They did. They banned them. And then Bollywood said, stop it. No, no, no. Didn't they? No. I thought they canceled it. They said cancel the ban. No, I don't think so. I think they they went through with it. Um, oh shit! Yeah. Well, guess what? It's a problem because the movie that I'm most looking forward to uh, of Shah Khan's is his next movie called Race, which is um, it, which has uh, well, what is her name? I always forget. Uh, Myra. The chick from Hamsafar, Myra Khan. Um, she's in it. Um, and then like Fawad Khan, he is in like 15 movies this year. Like yeah. It's just it's silly for them to do that. I didn't realize that they actually put it through. Yeah, they they do that, and then there are some people like Karan Johar came out and uh, against the ban, and he's like, "This art is not you know a place where you fight these wars. This is something that should be decided by our you know whatever, right? Our politicians and our mm-hmm. whoever, right? But then other, it's really weird. You have like people like Farah Khan." Is saying, you know, uh, we shouldn't work with them because we have enough talent in our own country. Uh, so we don't need to work with any Pakistanis. And it's a very strange thing for somebody who... Who probably has relatives in Pakistan. Who, yeah, who, who, yeah, all of that, right? You know, you, you have a Muslim background. You've traveled internationally. You've met Pakistanis. You've met people from other countries. How are you still so, like, xenophobic against people who are pretty much the same as you like the exact same as we you. have the same culture pretty much it's so, it's so that, stupid um you know it, it's it that's the thing that that kind of worries me about this whole thing is like the governments are going to always be at each other's throats like that's just the way yeah but usually through music movies through sports like people are like yeah you know it's whatever but, but we got people, cuckoos. We got cuckoos over here too. Yeah, but nobody's like, Sabrina the teenage witch. What'd she say? 
Oh, do you not know? She is like a crazy right winger. I mean, that's fine. But is she like, I'm not going to work Re- with Most any. recently, though, she's gotten off the Trump wagon and she's campaigning for uh, uh, Gary Johnson. For Gary Johnson, which is hilarious. What was her name? Melissa Joan Hart? Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah, but that's 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 your own. Like, if these people were like, hey, we really love Modi and we really love our, you know, like right wing government and our politicians and whatever. That's, you know, it's cool. That's your business. That's what you want to do. But the fact that you're like, yeah, we should ban all Pakistani actors, actresses, um, musicians. It's, it's silly. Yeah, exactly. Cast like people. Like that, like that. Silly to be a xenophobe to people who look and talk and act exactly like Yeah, you do. especially if you are in movies and mu- you're supposed to be just by nature of your job more liberal than everybody else. Like, yeah. If you, yeah, it doesn't, the average person on the street in India, like if there was some guy that's just like running a restaurant in India and I walked up to him and he's like, yeah, I I hate Pakistanis. I'd be like, yeah, I bet you I see the same person in Karachi or whatever, right? Many, many, many. Right. Yeah. And I'm, that's, I wouldn't be surprised, but I would, I am surprised by every actor uh, and somebody like Farah Khan or whoever, who's just like, yeah, we don't need them. Like who, you, you. Then, yeah, but then there's stop Pac- listening there to were Pakistani Aftifasla. actors. Like, stop, but there were Pakistani actors to... that did the same. That did the same because they all, all these Pakistani actors that are in dramas that are hilariously prior to this trying to get into Bollywood, like Fawad Khan and like Meyer Khan, are now like, oh, well, they banned our actors. Well, we're not going to play their movies in our yeah. movie theaters. Yeah, and we're not going to. No, but that's not... that's not that's not from the actors themselves that's from like no the there people. are there are actors even that, are still, out, that are saying that, even though. still they didn't initiate it right so that's still like as a response yeah you know i can kind of understand that more because it's a response to somebody being like no uh screw you we're not you can't work here anymore and then you're like well screw you too we're not gonna watch your movies yeah but there's my point is like the actors that are also like good we should ban indian television and indian movies in pakistan they also are extremely hawkish about India and Pakistan relations. They're right. extremely into the politics and the military behind it. So, like, I think that the, you're it, in that part of the world. It's like so it's so contentious, the whole relationship over there that it's not it's not something I can understand. I don't think it's good. I don't think anything good is going to. Are you saying you're going to quit the podcast and you're not going to watch any more Bollywood movies? Is that what you're saying? I'm. You know what? To be fair to to both sides, I'm going to start watching uh, Lollywood movies. So who who is the Shah Rukh Khan of uh, Pakistan? Uh, Momarana. Oh, I was going to say Shah Rukh Khan. I made that up. Oh yeah, you're right. The Shah Rukh Khan of Pakistan is actually Shah Rukh Khan. It'd be a lot easier. So that's the thing. Um. Yeah. Anyway, I I don't know. All right. Like well, it. they stopped fighting, right? Is no, no. There's still. I mean, there's no. There. I don't on. think there's been any kind of like uh, added skirmish or anything like that. But, but yeah. I mean, there's still the 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 rhetoric and like the war of words is still going on, and yeah. it'll probably get worse before it gets better. Well, um, guess what, guys? We're in a time of um a lot of people really liking hateful crazy rash reactions to things apparently that's what's selling right now yeah national internationally like this is just internationally the way it goes. Everybody, nationalism everybody's just like hey let's be pieces of shit exactly let's be pieces <laughs> of shit 
super, super nationalists and just hateful of anything that is different than our own. And on that note, we had a debate last week. Presidential debate. Oh, yes. Republican. Republican national presidential debate. (laughs) Um, We had the presidential debate and it was shit show USA. Ugh. Ugh. I saw it on a plane. I watched it live. I watched it on a plane. No, it was live. It was JetBlue. Shout out to JetBlue. But it was interesting because uh, everybody was watching this debate, right? And everybody would be like, ugh. <laughs> like uh, just audibly reacting to yeah, everything at the it same was time. Just, uh, everybody just sighing and ugging like at the same time. It was a shit show. It was really, really bad. Uh, okay, I'm gonna be super liberal right now. Oh, and just say something. God, oh, go ahead. <laughs> it's so funny to like. Okay, what, like talking to people about it who are I feel like are like fairly like you know moderate liberals. Be like. Ugh, they're both monsters. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. How are they? Bo- how how are they both monsters? Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, how are you saying that just because some guy didn't shit himself on stage, like, but he was fine, like, is the same as the lady who was like speaking intelligently, whether you agree with her or not? How can you say that they're both like monsters who are like was such a shit show? Like, no, okay, she was here's actually, the thing. I don't look. I don't love Hillary. I'm not a. I'm. I'm. I'm a Bernie bro. I voted for Obama the first time she ran. So like, I don't. I'm not crazy about her. But I have a brain, and I know an intelligent, powerful woman when I see it. And I, it's just so crazy to me that people are. Watching her and Trump up there and going like, Ugh, if she wins, the country's gonna go to hell. Like, how is the country? I don't think go anybody. I don't think anybody's uh, concern about Hillary is that she isn't capable, right? Like everybody, like down here in Texas and in the Midwest and wherever, right? Like I've talked to Trump supporters and they're never like, oh yeah, Hillary's an idiot. Just they're always like, she's evil, right? Their their whole thing is like, oh, yeah, that I don't understand. Well, so I mean, I don't get it either. I I kind of get it from the pers- like, okay, so you've got um that guy Benghazi, right? And then you got <laughs> Benjamin Ghazi, as my Ghazi. husband yeah. likes to say. <laughs> and then, uh, but oh no. my god, what if there's someone who's watching or who's watching who's listening right now was like, I thought that was a place. <laughs> I'm going to Google this uh, and I then it's it going to come into corrections corner. I next think week. it was uh, like her foreign policy. Right. I think is absolutely like uh, she's warmongering. Yeah, exactly. She's so, a warmonger. So from here's the thing. I was thinking about this today. So in Pakistan, right, there's Imran Khan and Imran Khan, Imran Khan. and he's this like outsider politician guy. He was the captain of the cricket team. Uh, beloved by the country, he won them the 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 World Cup and all that stuff in the nineties, and uh, and now he's a politician, and he's been a politician for maybe what like eight years or something like that, right? And so in the last presidential election, everybody was like, "Hey, uh, we should vote for uh, Imran Khan because he's a departure from the status quo. Everybody else has either been president or, or prime minister already, or they're just the same." Same old, same old, right? And it's the same idea here. The the difference is that Imran Khan, I don't know that much about his policies, uh, but as like an individual, like he's polished and he's, 
like there's not a lot of scandal about him. But yeah. but you know, I don't know that much about his policies. His policies could be crazy too. But it's the same idea, right? Like, oh, we should vote for Imran Khan because you know, we already see what everything else is giving us. And if you are unsatisfied with the country and where it's going or how it's been for the past eight years, then you're like, well, we need to get away from what we have. And the only uh, alternative is Donald Trump. Mm. Which I can understand. I think it's dumb. Don't get me wrong. But I don't I don't think you can equate like Donald Trump and Imran Khan. I'm not equating them. I'm equating the uh, motivation behind it. Right. Because the everybody... motivation behind a non not politician, yes, like that's, exactly. I guess that's why yeah, people... people wanted to vote for Bernie Sanders because and, he wasn't like, even though Bernie Sanders is a lifelong politician, right? But like, but because he's so not polished, he's not. It's he's the not anti-establishment your, yeah, exactly. concept of you don't want the same thing. People felt like they're getting the same thing. I think what's going to be interesting is, first of all, I've God, I keep saying I'm like Hillary's going to win. I don't think she's going to win in a landslide, unfortunately. Like. Even in New Jersey, um, you don't ever really like over here. You don't. You're not really seeing like Hillary. You see Hillary bumper stickers, which I always give a nod to, but like for the most part on people's lawns, if there if there is a sign on someone's lawn, it is a Trump sign, or there is no sign. Right, and that's fine. And that's scary. I mean, yeah, I, when I was there, it was kind of weird. There's a lot of Trump supporters in uh, in New Jersey. Which is kind of it's weird. really weird, but um, and it's not like New Jersey where it's like I don't know what the rest of the country thinks of New Jersey. It's a pretty great place, <laughs> but like it's not like it's like a it's like dumpy or like trashy. It's like educated, nice like towns where you have excellent school districts, and even towns where you have you know middle class families. Like you have a lot of Trump signs, Trump pen signs, and it's frightening. I was riding the subway the other day. It was like, no, actually, it was a day of the first debate. The night of the first debate, we were coming home from the city, and there was a guy, like, very proudly wearing his Make America Great Again shirt. And I was like, that's really scary, but I think at the same time, people are quietly voting for Hillary. I don't think... I think if you're a Trump supporter, you're just going to be an outwardly loud Trump supporter. Yeah. Especially in the Northeast. But if you're a Hillary supporter, you might quietly just go and vote for her. Yeah, because nobody's really excited to vote about vote for Hillary. Um, so, um, Priyanka Chopra. <laughs> Were we done with the whole Trump thing? Yeah. Okay. We're done with the Trump thing. This is a segue. <laughs> We're going to talk about Priyanka Chopra now. Okay, great. Um, Priyanka Chopra posed for a movie, uh, for a magazine, for Condé Nast. Um, the Traveler magazine, and so she's she's leaning against. It's a pretty sexy picture. It's like a nice picture of her. Um, she's making a sultry face, and she's leaning against um, uh, like a railing with the cityscape behind her, and she's wearing a tank top, and it says in a box, "refugee," and then that's crossed out, and then it says "immigrant," and then that's crossed out. And it says outsider, and then it's it's crossed out, and then it says traveler. Like, which is like, I'm not a refugee, I'm not an immigrant, I'm an outsider, I'm just a traveler. I found it. She's very attractive. She is attractive. People lost their minds over it, and I don't blame them. They were not happy about um, 
about this picture. They were not happy about the the tank top she's in. Um, especially because obviously what they're trying to to point at is you know she's a brown girl and she's going to be called all these things, but she's not those things. She's just a traveler. I don't. Uh, I don't. like if you're talking about traveling. What the fuck does being an a no? I think it's a shitty shirt, it? but I don't know if I'm offended by it. Like, it's just trying to be like like I would see. I probably see a hipster wearing this shit. Like, um, yeah, and hipsters are the fucking worst. But they have great taste. <laughs> <laughs> they eat their salads in mason jars. Everything's in a goddamn mason jar. Everything is deconstructed. It makes me so upset. Deconstructed. How about you construct my shit, huh? <laughs> that's why I don't. Whoa. That's why I don't order fajitas. You ever? I remember when I got a fajita like for the first time in my life, and the last time. Who needs a goddamn fajita? You were like, "What is this?" Yeah, they rookie? gave me like three things, and I was like, "You expect me to make my own goddamn mm-hmm. fajita?" No. Have you ever had Korean barbecue? Ah, yeah, Korean barbecue is delicious, though. Yeah, that I'm like, I'll let you cook that. Yeah. I'll even, I'll watch it. Yeah. But I don't like hibachi either. I don't like hibachi because it's tasteless. Some guy, uh, one of the guys like pointed at me. The first time I ever went to hibachi, uh, he pointed at me and then he flicked the, a shrimp at me. And then he got mad at me when I didn't catch it with my mouth. And I was like, wait, we, I didn't understand that this was the thing that we were doing. You could have given me like a heads up or something. And so you just pointed at me and then nodded and I nodded. Like, I didn't know what I was agreeing to. And then you threw a shrimp at me. <laughs> and then you were like, oh, God, this guy over here can't catch a goddamn shrimp. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, it is, right? Also, yeah. I'm not a seal. I don't like that. I'm not a seal. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't like hibachi because I don't like that much action with my food. Yeah. Just put and it in front all, of my face. All, let me shovel it in my mouth. It's all distraction, too, because all he's doing is clickety and, clickety and clackety. With yeah, his thing, but while, while he's uh, just like making, like cooking the sh- salmon. Have you ever noticed that, like hibachi, the chefs or whatever, the hibachi guys, are super condescending? Yeah, they are. Have you ever noticed that they're like totally? They're like, oh yeah, you like this volcano? Oh, fat man likes volcano. <laughs> like they're always saying stuff like that. Oh, you're, you're like, a piece of shit. Great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Although oh, to yeah, be you fair, like, the- like if I was, if I had like a Indian restaurant. Or, or and somebody ordered like chicken tikka masala. Every time I'd be like, "Oh, look at this piece of shit ordering chicken tikka masala." Why chicken tikka masala is delicious? It's the worst. Get out of here, podcast. I know over. you're right. It's just butter chicken, guys. It's butter chicken. They are hustling you with this They're bullshit. Hustling you. All right, it's chicken tikka chicken. equals butter chicken equals garbage. Don't order. It. The only time it's acceptable to eat is when you're at a wedding and it's in the buffet. That's it. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. man, get a karai. Okay. But- Back to back to Bianca Chopra real quick. Get some kebabs. The problem people had with the shirt was because Condi Nast was trying to make him make her some sort of like this this star that is you know coming from India who's like been through all this stuff who's now making her way in America and yes she's traveled she's traveled firsthand and she understands the opportunities and the struggles you have to go through to get to the place that you are. But the people were like. That's not true, though. Priyanka Chopra is an extremely privileged brown woman. Yeah. she. Granted, it's not easy to to be brown and break into, like, Hollywood. And she's, even though I don't like her, she's doing a great job By at it. By the way, we've and gotten a lot of pushback on that. I know. People were really mad at me about it. But, guys, yeah. you have to let me have my opinions. I, okay. uh, 
I like her. And so so people were really <laughs> pissed. Um, and then they were like, you know, Kanye Nast tried to like defend it by saying, you know, she's she's uh, traveled and she's a she's a perfect traveling ambassador because we're trying to show like inclusion and all this stuff. And it's like if you really wanted to show. First of all, you shouldn't have put a shirt on her that says refugee. Like if you really wanted to talk about, you know, being a being an inclusive magazine that talks about the wonder of travel whether it's by force or by for leisure yeah okay then don't like put like yusra nardini on it the girl from the olympics who is a badass also uh it's just uh i feel like it's just a shameless way of being like hey let me let me associate priyanka with this political statement of being a refugee and an outsider and really no you're 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 not you're not like you can't i can't claim being a refugee, because thank God I'm not one. My family is yep. not a refugee family. I can I can't even claim being an immigrant because I was born here. My parents are immigrants, but I was yep. born here, so I'm not going to associate myself. Like I'm not going to to wear a shirt that says immigrant because yep. I'm not one. So I don't like it's just shameless. Like that's that's the problem with it. But she looks really good. <laughs> So also, so it's very it, it would have it would have been great if she just had just a white tank top. Like I'm looking at this, and if like you just, a see through one, you yeah. fucking pervert. <laughs> and you know, maybe not a tank top at all. Maybe we should uh, discuss <laughs> some other options here. Well, there's a woman that was recently in Playboy, and she wears hijab. Oh right, we. You know what? That's interesting. I want to hear your take. Okay, so her name is Noor Thaguri, right, 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 and she is um, like a blogger slash. She, sort I of. think, she was famous first for for trying to be the first uh, hijabi news anchor. She is still trying to be the first hijabi news anchor, and she's made her way like through the United States. She's, I think, been on like local news. Um, she's done video journalism online for like AJ Plus now and, like that, yeah. and AJ Plus. She's a pretty smart girl. She's very cute. Um, and she wears a job. And she recently was featured in Playboy. Um, Playboy magazine named her as like one of the renegades of this year, this generation. And they, she was in Playboy and she was fully covered and she wore hijab and, um, People, specifically Muslim people, Muslim women, lost their mind. They were really upset. They thought it was super offensive. They, It started the whole argument of, you know, is being in Playboy really a feminist thing to do when Playboy is uh, an organization that is super misogynistic, that has um, profited from the objectification of women for its entire existence. Even though Playboy over the last few years has completely decided to like revamp their image, I don't think they do nudes in magazines anymore. Right. I think they just do like they actually do articles. It's like um, GQ. It's like GQ. It's more like a GQ. Um, I'm pretty sure Cosmo is more trashy than right. um, than Playboy now, which is weird to say out loud. I my opinion is it is a really tricky choice to be making and I think that she is someone who probably was bracing for the hate mm-hmm. um because I think that she's smart enough to know that that's probably going to come anytime you're a muslim woman and you decide to do something that other muslim people might disagree with um you're going to get some anger I don't think it was a bad thing I don't know why everybody lost their mind 
and and on the whole like the argument of like it's not feminist to be in playboy is such a not feminist thing to do to complain about a woman being in playboy as not feminist is the same as people that say wearing hijab is not a feminist thing to do it's the same thing it's you the whole idea of feminism is supposed to be that a woman can do whatever she wants she can be whatever she wants and nobody can tell her otherwise so was it a a weird decision sure um was it anti-feminist absolutely not And I think the coolest thing about it was like her reasoning for why she did it is that she was thinking more about the audience. She was thinking about the type of readers that she's going to be getting by being in a magazine like this. I talk about this with my husband all the time. I post a lot of political stuff up and I post up like when I when I really feel I'm feeling like feelings, I'll post up like an article like there's very few people that are going to see that, that don't already know me, that don't already agree with me. My audience is very limited. So maybe it'll get shared a little bit and maybe some people might hear it and maybe their eyes will open. But chances are everyone who's liking the post already agrees with me. I didn't have to say it. They probably already are feeling exactly the same way that I'm feeling. What she did is she took her image, she took her hijab, and she took her, like, profession and her opinion and her life, and she put it on um, display for a magazine that has readers that she's probably not going to get from doing AJ Plus videos. So I think that what she did is she made hijab more, um, not normal, but, like, she she made it more accessible to people who don't know anything about it, who only have negative ideas about women covering their hair. So I think it's kind of cool. My initial reaction was, um, I don't know. I don't know, right? Because I'm like, Playboy is associated with trash. You know, they're not profiling these women in a way that is empowering to them, in my opinion, as a man who has looked at, Nope, never mind. Scratch that. <laughs> As a man, <laughs> you know, it, it's not empowering to women. So then when I was looking at it, I was like, are you fetishizing the hijab if you are going on the Playboy? But then I remembered, all oh, right, Playboy doesn't really do nude photos anymore. They're probably yeah. just the same as GQ or Cosmo or any of no, these other magazines yeah. that you would if she went on, if she was if she had a thing in GQ, I don't think anybody would be like, oh man, what is she doing, right? Exactly. Uh, so when I thought about it that way, I took a moment. I was like, you know what? And then also her explanation, exactly what you said, that that her audience is not Playboy, is not Playboy readers generally, right? So now she can she has the ability to control her own image, represent herself in a way that she's proud of in front of the Playboy audience, which probably is not the same audience that was getting it for uh, when it was just a nude magazine, right? Uh, Yeah, totally. So now people are actually reading what's written in there. And um, it does have a, like Playboy does have a history of having powerful articles and interviews and things like that. Like Malcolm X, uh, one of his most famous interviews was with Playboy magazine. Um, so it's not like it's she's the only person that's ever done this, right? Yeah. She's definitely the first hijabi woman to to do it in a way. And also her track record is like stellar. 
right? Like yeah. nobody, <clears throat> nobody has ever. I don't ever. I've never heard of anybody like be like, oh, that Nortaguri, right? I mean, the worst. Uh, yeah, so, she seems like a lovely person. So if she's she's, she's obviously smart. intelligent, she's obviously yeah. she's respected, she's respectable, right? So I don't think there's any problem. I understand for people for, like for myself, right? As a Muslim, I don't want somebody out there representing me and doing a bad job of it, right? Or or in her case, representing my sisters or whoever, right? Like any Muslim woman being represented by somebody. And then just like doing a terrible job of it. But I think she'd do a, a good job. It's just the reaction that people have to somebody doing something that is unexpected. She didn't do anything trashy in Playboy. She didn't do anything. Yeah, crazy. yeah. She, she, she did her. She, she did wasn't fetishizing same. hijab. Yeah. Exactly. She was like actually talking about issues that were important. Right. But the, but the concern was that that's what would happen because it's Playboy. <laughs> Linda Sarsour also got, was approached by and she talked about it. She said, I was also approached by Playboy to do that and I refused because I'm a mom and just my position in my community doesn't allow me to do something like that and it's just something that I wouldn't be okay with. Right. Good for her. And then she said, but you know, what, the, what is the point of like slut shaming a young girl yeah. who is doing something positive right. for women? Yeah, and even if you Whether disagree you agree with it, it or not. Even if you disagree with it, even if you think it's not positive, like, hey, uh, stop slut shaming. Like, don't don't Ugh, do that. Slut shaming is the worst, don't although I that. think I do it a lot. Uh, yeah, I think we all do it a lot, but I think we should just be cognizant of it. Uh, and also just like, hey, uh, like if you are a Muslim, you, you will have to understand that you are slut shaming your own uh, Muslim sister. Like, you know, it's you can't don't get all weird and Republican with the sister, mother, brother thing. Wait, what does that mean? Oh, you didn't hear. So like when Trump's video came out. Yeah. And um, about, you know, grabbing ladies by their genitalia. Right, 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 right. right. As you do. Uh, <laughs> um, all these like Republican. Um, oh no no know, no yeah senators yeah, yeah. And oh as were a like, mother as you know a father, I yeah. have a mother yeah. and a sister a, and a daughter yeah, and a I wife and I it was so funny because it was like <laughs> do you not know any Muslims right or Hispanic people or Black people uh, actually probably not they probably actually you're right they don't um, yeah. because all the Hispanics and Blacks and Latinos according to Trump are in the inner cities yes yes <laughs> uh, guys. Anyways, so we've been ending every episode talking about we should talk about something happy. Trump. Yeah. Yeah. This is the longest episode of our lives. We're over like six hours. So. All right. Let's let's wrap it up. Raju Bunga podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Uh, Stitcher now, which is a thing. I don't know what Stitcher is, but if you know what a Stitcher is, what what a Stitcher is, then go ahead and stitch away or something. Uh, and then um, we're not on any other social medias. I don't think SoundCloud is counts as a social media. We're SoundCloud, on that. Facebook, Bunge, Twitter, podcast, Instagram, Twitter, uh, email, just general email. Uh, you can just send one out to anybody. And on that note, I'm Raju, and she's podcast. And I'm podcast. And we are. Oh, hey, by the what? way, can for God's sake, What's people, that? find out when your voter registrations are. Oh, right. Yeah, no, screw that. Don't worry about it. This is a, this is a, this is the perfect election to sit out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Go and get registered to vote. Don't do it. Waste the time. And I don't care. Systems broken. If you live in Texas, especially, just 
Stay at home. Blue state, red state, it doesn't matter. Watch TV. Internment camp, internment camp. You know what? I've never been camping. I feel like it could be amazing. <laughs> I love Bear Grylls. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, hey, guys. Good good times today. Um, bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>